0: Welcome to, you know, the sixth year of the podcast. Welcome to, you fifth. know. <laughs> or, Whatever. Or, or you know, but you could start just doing the usual, like, you know, okay. thing. And I could say, hey, Alan, do you know what today is? Okay. And that would lead into... And I'll be like, oh, I have no idea. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I, I
1: will act it well.
0: And then I'll say, it is, you know, five years ago today. Hey, welcome back to Even More Mashed Up. We are...
1: The Pop Culture Podcast, coming to you from Misericordia University, where two professors sit around and talk about all things popular culture. I'm Alan. And I'm Patrick. And hey, Alan. Yes. Do you know what today is? What? Is, let me think about it for a minute. Think Today about it. is September 21st. What is today, Patrick? Today
0: is the fifth anniversary. <sighs> Of you, the podcast debut online. You don't say so. That is correct. Five years ago today... That's right. ...we recorded the very first episode of Even More Mashed And I Up. bet
1: we talked about something important...
0: Very important. ...to the pop culture zeitgeist. Oh, yeah. We were very tuned into the zeitgeist. So what were we talking about? Because I don't remember. We were talking about the upcoming season of Superhero TV and ranking the shows based on our anticipation.
1: It was almost as if... We wanted this entire this entire endeavor to fail. Oh, no. It was a quality That's show. That's not a good lead. So we talked about Flash. I assume I hated it.
0: You did, yes. Did you actually... So you watched it? I did watch the whole thing, yeah. So wow. you have
1: finally re-listened to a podcast that we made.
0: Actually, I think <laughs> I've listened to that one multiple times. It only took I, five years. I, I, forty I podcasts. I,
1: he's finally listened to one.
0: <laughs> yeah, but see, I watched the Facebook Live, so it didn't actually record on the Podbean counter, so it doesn't really increase our numbers at all. Unbelievable. <laughs> of course so, you would. So I assume I hated... Was that the Baby Barry year? You had we hadn't gotten to Baby Barry yet. Because there was a moment in it where I thought you were going <sighs> to we bring up Baby Barry and ba- you didn't. I was like, Barry, okay, that's yeah. still coming. All right, I think or my sense of it was that it was still coming. So
1: how did how did we rank them in
0: the end? I'm just curious, and then we'll actually get on to the business of the podcast. I say right? you had the problem is I missed what your number one was. You had Supergirl as two. Okay. I think your Legends was four. Really? Gotham was was six for both of us. Well, Gotham was disaster. Maybe you had arrow as one maybe arrow was your one. was that coming
1: off of the the Raza ghoul season? No it was arrow season five it oh, was, the, it was the, the Raza
0: Ghoul season was so good. you brought that up so good because I believe you you uh, <laughs> I love that I remember mean, you you did wax poetic about Melrose place.
1: <laughs> it,
0: it's in the, the Melrose <laughs> Principle. Yeah, there's there's a lot. of You know, you watch that episode and you're like, wow, there's a lot of our shtick in that first episode. <laughs> so you feel as if nothing
2: has like, changed. I've continued
0: year. just yeah. doing the same yeah, thing. Very know. little has. Very little yeah. has changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were shocked that I was looking forward to Legends of Tomorrow. Was Rightly that, that so was,
1: that was pre Bebo.
0: Yeah. This well, this was second season. Bebo elevated the. I tried to explain show, that man. I was excited because they got rid of the Hawk people. Yeah. And so that's why they got rid of the part that was the worst part of the show. But yeah. now the best part was you went through and rattled off like all the things that are coming up on Legends of Tomorrow. And like, yeah. Are you excited for that? Not really. <laughs> you excited for that? No. And you're like, so basically everything that's new this episode, Patrick, you're not excited about. I'm like, no, but I'm excited about what they got rid of. It was a quality so, show. That was
1: five years ago. I'd like to think in the intervening years, we've grown Oh, yeah. we've matured. Are there any
2: shows that you look back on, going? They were still good shows. Any of the superhero TV shows?
1: You can find moments where Arrow was good. Yeah.
0: You can find moments where Legend was good.
2: Mm-hmm. That's it. You did. You <laughs> Flash was has always been a <laughs> no, disaster. no,
0: no. You did agree on the show that season one of Flash was was pretty good. Did I really? Yeah, you uh, did. I've, I've, I've and shifted on that. And basically, <laughs> it, w- it went in the toilet. I was after a fool. That. Yeah. But yeah, you did say something about season one of Flash being okay.
1: There's only one thing that can redeem Flash, and you know what it is. Revealing that Barry has been the bad guy
0: all oh, oh yeah, we talked a lot about that yeah, on the it's episode. It's the
1: only thing that... So I'm consistent. Yeah. I have a, I'm yeah, a man... A, that,
0: I think that might even have been... Of some moral principle. That might even have been the origin Just of, a little of bit. Barry yeah. is is the villain. Barry is the worst yeah. of it.
2: It's a kind of moral principle.
0: Rich. Yeah. Oh, Rich is here. I yep. I oh, hey, yeah, Rich is they here. They
2: are not talking to a ghost.
1: Were we ever
0: talking to
2: a ghost? No, <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs> no, no idea. <laughs> I really had. <laughs> but to get back to my point, yeah, yes. we've grown. Which is the only point that matters. We've matured. You now have a beard. I do.
0: So we're clearly different people. Apparently, so, I wait. Apparently did you not the, have a beard before? I did not because everyone keeps. My sister pointed out how young I look. Looks which, literally like he's in eighth grade. It is. <laughs> like I, he I stepped <laughs> right out of eighth grade. <laughs> I can't. No. Can't, I can't get rid of the beard. Stepped right now out of it. Because the, I will look like a, a child. Stepped right out of the eighth grade locker that somebody had stuffed <laughs> in I think I was wearing this shirt in eighth grade. Or one very like it. Is that when you were in Tom Fum's uh, entourage? Uh, in, in, that was
1: fifth grade, I think. Fifth or sixth grade, that was. I would pay
0: a month's mortgage for tape of that. I have the tape of it can we watch it it's I, no cuz it's literally a tape of it i don't yeah. have a vcr anymore i they bet get... there look look at the equipment we're surrounded by there's <laughs> got to be a
1: vcr
0: here yeah
1: so yeah, but there is it's betamax yeah. to get back to my point mm-hmm. we've grown yes and we've matured so i'm sure the topic for today's show mm-hmm. will demonstrate oh, that yeah. we have grown and matured not just and the... don't continue talking about the same things yeah over and
0: over. Not just the topic, but the way now in which 13 that we will
1: minutes delve in? into the topic. What do you mean the way we delve into? Oh, are we 13? No, we're only like five and a half minutes in.
2: Oh, that's right. I'm kind of the pre-show.
0: That's yeah. right. <laughs>
2: the 30-second pre-show. So yes, would you like minutes. to tell people what we're actually
0: talking about? No, I thought you would. That oh, was your okay. job. We're talking about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Indeed. Woo! The, the latest Marvel movie. So we're talking about a superhero. We are. But a very different superhero. Let's keep telling ourselves that. <laughs> it's a brand new format. It's totally different. You've never I have seen never it before. seen
2: this film before.
1: Yeah, and Rich has actually seen this one. Yeah. I feel kind of like Rich cheated on me. He went to the movies with somebody else. Well, who, if who by somebody
2: if by somebody else you mean nobody.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How did you get to... in
2: then? I paid with my own money. Wow. Wow. Or at least I swept a card. I assume it was had money on it.
0: You have a movie card?
2: No, I mean a credit card. Oh, credit card. Oh, I think oh, you have like
0: the movie pass thing. So you didn't see. You no. didn't
2: really pay for it. Somebody did. Someone did. Well. well the government paid for it. Not until Rich for actually it when, pays you his know, credit card He bill. gets his bill in a few months <laughs> and the interest
0: rate has doubled the cost of the film That's for right. him.
2: If I just don't open my mail, there's no bill.
0: That's a strategy. <laughs> it is a strategy.
1: That is like – Richard Baldovin's <laughs> life lessons to yeah,
2: like, success. Life hack. Yeah. If well, like, you don't open it, your mail, you can't lessons, get
0: bills. Yes. Number one, oh, no. don't open your mail. Number two, <laughs> go to the movies with someone else, forget your wallet. Number three, if somebody offers you a handful of popcorn... Eat it then, all. Eat the you, whole
1: you bucket. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is... This is <laughs> Rich eating popcorn sounds a little bit like my Richard Nixon with phlebitis. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I,
2: I feel like this Richard's all sound the same to you. Uh, uh, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, man. You know, how nice is it to be back in the studio? It is nice to be back in the it's studio. It's just like, it's refreshing. Because number it's one, <laughs> my computer's
0: not yeah, dying It's nicely
2: here, Patrick. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and not have him cut out every other like,
0: word. Yeah, this is, this is much better. Yes. I feel like our, our banter is better when we're face-to-face. Oh, f- I, there's no doubt
1: about it. You, on, via the computer, you, it's hard to interrupt people in an effective, yeah. meaningful way. So now we can interrupt each so other. So it Rich is fun punity. to have
2: your family kind of pop in. As yeah. Rich just me. You yeah. know?
1: So just talk right on top of each other. Yeah. Well, we're just Woo! excited because he's actually seen what we're talking
0: about today. So. Notice yes. that
1: Rich brought the uh, the drink that's the Mountain Dew energy drink? No, mm-hmm. it's Amp. It just rebranded. Amp. Okay, so... But the idea, like, if you have a Mountain Dew, you don't need more. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, just astounding me when he said amp. amp. Rich is choking to death on his drink,
0: which is, again, His kind drink, of and, and, and his, his skills, or Tic Tacs, or... You're eating Tic Tacs. Yeah, They're two you calories the, each. Didn't that, you hear them pour them out? Because I'm pretty sure our audience
2: did. No, I did how, it underneath the table, so they wouldn't hear me. I heard it over here.
1: It's how rich... Could afford the movie. He's eaten Tic Tacs ever he since. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I've packed him
2: before. If you don't eat food, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you don't need to pay for food. <laughs> <It's right. laughs>
1: if you dropped a Tic Tac into your amp, what would happen? Would it be like the Mentos? Let's not and do coke? that in the studio.
0: Let's, let's, I'm just going to suggest. <laughs> Probably
1: that. So, not. I feel like if we're going to talk about the movie, we should like, talk about the movie. I'm waiting for you to say something because there's definitely. So where
0: would you like to start talking about the movie, Alan? We
1: could all feel that you want to start somewhere. You've no, started, I don't you have sh- any. I literally have nowhere to start. You. I will say. Say oh, the numbers. Just say the numbers. Come on. What numbers? you're oh, smiling oh, as you say innocent. that. You've got numbers, and there's no way we can do anything. I don't have start numbers because they've been rebranded.
0: Remember. Oh, what are they? No, now? I don't. We are they... fun facts. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. number five. <laughs> it kind of makes you miss numbers, actually. Yeah. They could be I could also make them amped facts. If we, if we get, what, uh, once they sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, would you would you like to know where the movie is on Rotten Tomatoes? Fun fact number one. I would love to know. I'm gonna say ninety two ninety eight.
2: I'm gonna go with seventy.
0: <laughs> Play in the ballpark. <laughs> you have roughly. Yeah,
2: yeah approximately.
0: They <laughs> get it right? I don't know You didn't identify Critics and audience I'm gonna go Critics a little lower Audience mm. a little higher
2: Okay As usual I Wow guess. shocker
0: Somehow you nailed that
2: Boom Really nice. I'm getting
1: good At the fun facts so I was never Do you good wanna at numbers. guess
0: Which MCU films Have a higher audience score Endgame I don't think Endgame does
2: Really don't? I think Endgame's Close to hundreds It can get
1: Definitely not Black Widow Can you have to Go back to the old ones I think none of Oh
0: Black Panther no, Thor Ragnarok. No, you were uh, as always, Alan. Your first oh, I instinct talked myself was out correct. Of it. Oh, it's none of them. This is the highest. Oh, yeah. It's I, none mean, of I them. think Black Panther's at like a ninety. Um, uh, yeah. Oh no, actually, Black Panther's audience has gone down. It's like seventy-nine. Get out of here. Well, because of like the the incel, anti oh. SJW people. Yes. Which is odd that they didn't do that to this one, but. Clearly they were busy. Maybe they're just punched out. Could be. I feel like they're not. But now,
2: you want to guess which
0: which MCU films have a higher critic score than a 92? Yes. I'm going to say
1: Winter Soldier. I'm going to say none of them. Uh, I'm going to go with Endgame again. Correct. Endgame is one of them. Thank Uh, God you got it right because I can't take that noise again.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I was. I I almost didn't want to guess. And Black Panther.
0: Black Panther. Correct. Oh, there's another one. There are one, two, three more, and one that it's tied with. Ragnarok. Uh, correct. The third Tony Stark? Or the third Iron Man? No. Don't say that. Now he's going to make the noise. I will not. The third Iron Man? No, I'm just not going to make the noise. It's wrong. <laughs> I was so happy <laughs> you you know second. I love the third Iron Man. I know you do. It's not the third Iron Man. Um, you and I both love oh, the but third but, Iron Man. Oh, but
2: – well, no, we'll get into that.
0: So you've okay. got uh, – what? Uh, Is it – so it's not Winter Soldier? game. You've got an endgame Black Panther and Ragnarok. There's two more that are ahead of it. Oh, one of them's got to be a stupid Avengers movie, otherwise we wouldn't be walking this path. No, none of not.
2: them was stupid.
0: Oh, the Ultron movie was. Oh, was oh yeah, stupid. I blinked out. I blinked that one out.
2: I was, <laughs> I I was out. gonna do.
0: Um, what was like? There was something I was gonna do. That, <laughs> we, we can't um, help you with this exercise. Oh, you know what? Guardians. It's tied with Guardians one. Okay.
2: Is yes. <laughs> oh, it Guardians two? Yes.
0: Oh, it's exactly like Guardians one. Yeah. So the other two, like I think one of the other two tie. will not surprise you. One probably will. Okay. Um, I feel like we have to go deep back in the yep. canon. Very. Is deep. it Iron Man one? It's Iron Man one. Interesting. And then Spider Man. Oh. Is
1: there a Spider Man movie? That's... Yeah, Homecoming.
0: Actually, I did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't think you ever
1: Iron got Man one though ah. makes sense. Got, because... No, I got off to a rough start there. Yeah, but.
2: that's true. So yeah, yeah, those are the those are the ones that are. Uh, but are Iron Man one, one makes sense because that was like one of the. The one of the ones that was like this is a good superhero movie oh and, yeah in
1: retrospect gonna... I don't think Iron Man 1 holds up to... no not at all really it's, Iron it's, Man 1 it's good but there have been much better Marvel movies
0: made yeah, yeah. I still you know Iron it's, Man 1 being the first I think and, and being such a solid one. film
1: if, if being the first mattered in terms of quality I would agree with you but literally the well it's like money it I'm sorry first. how many
0: times have we talked about our book as the first one <laughs> to do what we did in the book as if being first doesn't matter I'm sorry it I didn't realize you had an objection way. to being no. first of things I guess I'll stop saying that when I'm trying to promote the book he's
2: only an objection to being first when he's not first exactly <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much
0: that well, was well done Rich. is understood. Well, my I'm moral surprised compass. I got it out uh, so uh. that's all I've got for number based fun facts
2: Wait, so there's other fun
0: facts. I do have another fun fact, yes. <laughs>
1: do you want to drop it now or do you want to hold it?
0: It's a bit of a continuity nugget, so
1: we might want to wait until. Oh, my God. You and your I, – now I remember what this podcast is about. <laughs> Easter eggs and continuity nuggets. Yes, it's a good continuity nugget.
0: Okay. So do you want to start or can I start? Well, when I asked you if you wanted to start, you reflected it back on me. So would you like to start again? So you feel like it's my turn. Yes. Yeah.
1: So I would like to just take a moment to reflect on the fact. It's kind of the most obvious thing about this movie. Marvel Disney uh-huh. just made a film uh-huh. that has done exceedingly well at the box office. Mm-hmm. None of that's surprising
0: yet.
2: No. It's done I, I, exceedingly I, 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 well I, I, at the I, I, box I'm, office. I'm a little
0: surprised, but... Well, that
2: Disney did No, well. but I mean
1: that Disney and Marvel have done this before. Oh, yeah. But they've made a film that's done exceedingly well at the box office that features a Chinese-American protagonist Mm -hmm. who is clearly the lead, Mm -hmm. surrounded by an Asian and Asian-American cast, in which the comedic sidekick role is played by an old white guy. I think this is a remarkable thing.
2: Wait, what? Are we talking about the reference Iron Man?
0: Oh, you're talking about Tony Slattery as the- the, Trevor. Trevor, yeah. Trevor Slattery, not Tony Slattery. But
1: I see him as kind of the comedic sidekick. Yeah, yeah. On,
0: on the adventure.
2: They, at least I've the at least They've near somehow the made part, yeah.
1: commercially viable and popular mm-hmm. the movie that shouldn't be able to be made popular and viable. It stars a Chinese-American. Yeah. It's, the cast is full of Asian and Asian-Americans. Yeah. And the comedic sidekick role that has historically been the yeah. person of color is now the old white guy. Well, well I, I just like thought he, there was – like a little extra nice kick to the fact well, that but it was Well, I mean, isn't that guy.
0: basically what they did with Black Panther in that Everett Ross's character was basically the white guy sidekick? Yeah. In, a, in an otherwise, you know, black cast. So. Yeah.
1: So it's it just, to me, it's a remarkable thing. Because I, yeah. I guess as somebody who, who researches and writes about Asian American history, yeah. it's a particularly kind of amazing thing. You know, the Washington Post was, was talking about um, how little representation Asians and Asian American get. Mm-hmm. in in film, and the statistic they published was that— I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What are you calling it? A statistic. Really? Because that yeah. sounds awful numbery. That in 2019, first mm-hmm. number, only 7.2% of all speaking characters were Asian in the top 1,300 popular films. Okay. So I think this is a pretty remarkable thing, especially if you think about the history involved in it. Yeah. It's not just that this movie exists, but that it, it grew out of a comic book canon. Mm-hmm that hardly would suggest oh, yeah. that this kind of movie could have been yeah. made. Like, I think about the first book to really address race in comic books mm-hmm. in a holistic way. Yes. All new, all different. Not that being first matters no. to you at all. <laughs> no, but it is the first. <laughs> just, just to be clear. Not there, that it matters,
2: but if it new, did. All new, all different.
1: Yeah, A history of race in the American superhero mm-hmm. available from the University of Texas Press Yes, and at Amazon and yes. other online retailers. Uh, it's not important who wrote it, but it's definitely worth buying. It's just important that they were first. Yes, but that book clearly demonstrates, I think, how surprising this movie is if you think yeah. about where Asian and Asian American representation was in the early days. Well, and even of even if books. you think
0: about Shang Chi, yes, that's I was mean, going mean, I mean,
1: to work to Shang Chi, but we could jump right. Well, there. I mean, in terms
0: of of you know that that you know in the comics, his father is literally Fu Manchu. And is steeped in that sort of, of yellow peril um, sort of stereotype. that Which that grows right out of,
1: like, it, that's all comic books did mm-hmm. from World War II through. Like, really, yeah. Shang-Chi is early 70s? Yeah, yeah. When, when he shows up yeah. in the comic books, he's grounded in an entire history that is, mm-hmm. like, blatantly racist yeah. and demeaning. Mm-hmm. Where the only kind of good... Heroic Asian character might have been somebody like Kato.
2: Yeah, so yeah the, the Green sidekick. Hornet, who's
1: a sidekick and completely
0: subordinate to the white. Yeah, though despite being in many ways Green Hornet's superior in terms of of his his abilities, but he is always relegated to the sidekick role. He
1: designs all the stuff. In some ways, yeah. it seems like he's a better fighter, and yet he's yeah. always just a valet and a chauffeur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, the 70s stuff that was meant to be
0: inclusive was not really inclusive in a way that would make you celebrate it. No, no. I mean, you know, this, uh, for both, you know, i particularly thinking specifically about, uh, you know, Asian and Asian American characters. Like they were steeped in, you know, sort of yellow peril or when it came to the female characters, you know, sort of the dragon lady stereotype, which I was pleased to see this film avoid. Yeah, it seemed
1: to be paying attention to that, like, yeah. because even post-70s stuff has a hard time getting Asian and Asian-American characters mm-hmm. out of the, the sort of the gravitational history that traps them. Yeah. So to me, you don't seem impressed by the fact, but to me, it, it's a pretty remarkable thing that Americans are flocking to see this particular movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a little surprised. I was I was expecting, yeah, I mean, even as we were talking about with the numbers, like, there's a large segment of the movie-going, comic book-moving populace that don't really like this kind of movie.
1: They're offended by this. That they're kind offended of movie.
0: by it, and and so I was expecting sort of more of a reaction. There hasn't really been that kind of reaction to the film, at least as far as I've seen. it. it.
1: There does not seem to in have the been. way that there
0: was with Black Panther or Captain Marvel or or sort of the other films that that. Um, have sort of been Marvel's efforts to diversify, you right. know, its it sort of offerings. Um, Given what happened to
1: Captain Marvel, I think is a really nice...
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Captain Marvel's audience rating is, like, 43. Yeah, uh-huh. like it, I mean, it's been pretty savagely bombed right there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and then I was a little bit concerned because going, going into... I have to say the trailers did not do a good job. I agree with of, that. I agree. Of selling kind of what this. Like, I watched the trailer, particularly the first trailer. The second trailer was a little bit better, but the first trailer, I was like, it feels. I, I, I was worried that this was going to be, like, the first sort of, of unsuccessful Marvel film. And then, of course, would be. Oh, the first sort of fault yeah, doing. And, yeah, and and then, of course, that would be, you know, problematic for it being, you know, sorry, the Chinese American, you know, right. hero and actor and, and things like that, so. Yeah. So yeah, like, was, so I mean, I'm I'm very good because what it's in like its third week at number one. I mean, obviously you have to take into account the pandemic, but it's that's third week at number one in the box well, office. As
1: you say, it seems to have legs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, I know you like to use that insider lingo. I do because I am such a Hollywood <laughs> insider. Yeah. Yes. To make sure that listeners understand. Yeah. That understand my my bona fides.
1: Yes. Yes. Because everybody loves good bona fides. That's right. Mm. It's very
0: important. It
1: could be. So where do you want to start about the film? That was my sort of broad observation, but we could actually talk about what happens inside the film if you want we to. We could,
0: yeah. I mean, do we want to do our, our, our typical good, bad, other stuff, or did you have a, another approach in Yeah, that in mind? sounds
1: good to me. You want to trade off the good for a while? Sure. Okay. I feel like you should go first because I just went.
0: Um. But I'm happy to go. That's true. No, I I mean, you know, I, I as with so many of the Marvel films, I, I thought the, the <laughs> casting was, was well done. Um. I was a li- particularly, I was a little bit concerned with Aquafina's character, again, from the trailers. that, that um, I feared that it was going to feel like they had to have kind of the sidekick character and, and she was going to feel sort of tacked on. Um, but I didn't feel that way at all. I really liked the platonic relationship between Shang and her. It's one of the things that
1: really stood out to me. Honestly, was mm. was that they didn't have to turn it into a romance?
2: Yeah, I thought they were at first because they meet the grandmother, and it's like, oh, that's, that's the only the, that's really the yeah.
0: only place where I think you see it and see it
2: gestured yeah. towards. And I was there. like, that's, but, oh, that's the beginning of it. That's what's going. to But in a way, they were happen. almost
1: teasing the audience with that. Yeah. yeah, like like this is the expectation of what what must be. Yeah, because it is the classic. You know, they've been friends forever. It but is. They don't know they really love each other. Kind yeah. of setup. But that it doesn't pay off. I really liked. It was one of the things that made the movie a little bit different. And yeah. I think there there are parts of this movie when we get to the bad that don't feel that different to me. Mm-hmm. And so that was a nice twist, I thought. And I thought, I think it's quite amazing that Aquafina is a leading lady mm-hmm. in a Marvel film. Yeah, she she would not fit sort of the stereotype that you would expect.
0: Yeah, well, and, and, and I don't think her character is really based on. Anything from the comics, I'm not aware of. You would know better than of me. Katie as a as a character, so it seems like they've managed to bring, you know, it's not like Aquafina is coming in and performing a role that people know and doing well, right? Um, you know, she's coming in and, and basically performing a completely new character um, that audiences don't really have any sort of attachment to, right? And doing well,
1: yeah. And she's just, in general, Aquafina on screen is fun. Yeah. And she's, you know, she's fun. And I, I like that she's inhabiting that role you're talking about, but not being kind of shoved into the, yeah. the cookie cutter kind of female lead yeah. that you're supposed to have in this. In well, this and I kind also feel, I mean, movie.
0: you know, she's obviously got like her sort of subplot of, I mean, they're both sort of directionless um, in their lives. And, and she does kind of have the subplot where it seems like she's. By the end of it, she seems to feel like she needs more of a sense of direction. Yeah. Or, and, and even sort of finds one um, sort of during the battle. But it didn't you know, feel you know, to me like I mean, a, a tacked on subplot. Like yeah. it felt like it, it didn't yeah. distract or pull away from um, the film. And as she finds that direction, you know what I was thinking? Hmm.
1: Thank God the Marvel Universe finally has a competent archer.
2: You know, it took so long, but there's finally somebody who can just shoot a a bone arrow and not be, you know, useless.
1: Exactly. Like, she actually plays an important role in defeating the major villain. That it turns out, I should apologize to you, all these years when I've been making fun of Hawkeye and your love for Hawkeye. Archers can matter. It's just not Hawkeye that can matter. Yeah, it's it's him in particular. So I apologize, Patrick. I I feel <laughs> wow.
2: I feel I missed this of the podcast. I'm just I missed this I'm just <laughs>
0: going to so cherish that apology for so long because it you know it really. You can just listen gets it to it again whenever you want to. Gets me right here. So, I, you know, I can't really respond. Oh, the way you stepped into that one, though. Because any response, was just, yeah, just like, did, did you like appreciate, Stepping yeah, into yeah. it was just, mm. that That, can I really can't talk about Hawkeye right now and not bring up the Hawkeye trailer for the Disney Plus show? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And that'll get us sidetracked, which we need yeah. to do like a Which also looks promising
1: because there's a new Hawkeye.
0: Potentially a better Hawkeye. Oh, I, let's, let's just say
1: from the, from the top, a better Hawkeye. <laughs> I mean, the bar's pretty low. right. Can you bury a bar?
0: <laughs> First you dig a ditch, and then you put the bar in it.
2: Mm-hmm. Then you realize not low enough. No. Keep digging.
0: First you dig a ditch, and then you put a bar in it, and then you put Quicksilver's body in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then See, you talk about how tired you are from digging that ditch. Now you're in the spirit of things, my <laughs> friend. Now. Oh, it's been a long day. A lot of ditch <laughs> digging. That was a hard day's work. I wish I had a ditch digging arrow. I would have sped this up. <laughs> Oh, That's good. So, are we, <laughs> what are we talking? Any other observations on Aquafina? Well, I do want to say the only thing, because, that could, the, yeah. the one thing that I will say, I, I can also see the flip side of the platonic relationship because yeah. one of the things that has plagued particularly Asian American men in popular culture is yes. the kind of desexualization, yeah. mm-hmm. and so I can also kind of see the flip side of that as well. Is is does that? I haven't seen any critiques of it.
2: Yeah, that's but a, I do. I
0: do kind of wonder, is like, does that play into? I mean, obviously, you've got the scenes of him in the Fight Club shirtless that sort of play against that, right? Um, but well, yeah, it is. Right. It is something so like. Really short. I really like the. It is, but there's um, a yeah. sense of his hunkiness for sure. Yeah, Like, you don't yeah.
2: leave
1: this movie
0: not realizing how hunky. Yeah, so, so yeah, so I kind of wonder about that too. Like, I haven't, I haven't seen that discussed yet, but I'm like, I could see, I could see an argument yeah. being made that the platonic nature of the relationship might, And it. It really demonstrates
1: the way in which you can't win yeah. making movies like this because taking Aquafina away from the hypersexualized mm-hmm. Asian female, yeah, kind of has this cascade consequence in mm-hmm. a way of perhaps playing into the desexualized stereotype yeah. of the male. Yeah, I guess they can't win. No, it, it's, it's it makes it, you feel bad for Disney. <laughs>
0: I'm not oh, sure I feel so bad. bad for Disney. 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 I don't feel terrible for Disney. They're they're <laughs> doing okay these days. Yeah. No, that's
1: fair. But when you were talking about Aquafina, kind of struggling to figure out who she was mm-hmm. and kind of finding a path, I thought that Shang Chi actually as a movie was really interesting as a study of kind of immigrant identity. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how like if you have any thoughts about that because we're both teaching a class right now. Yeah, at Ms. Ricci, that's kind of focused on you know. Um, two different classes, but are focused on immigration. And you can't talk about immigration without talking about identity and American yeah. identity. Thoughts? Um. The movie clearly leads with Sean also not knowing who he is. Both he and Katie are kind of drifting. See, that's the, but that's the thing. they It makes
0: it seem like he doesn't know who mm. he is.
1: Yeah. But he knows who he is. But the way he's running from it. Yeah, I makes mean, yeah. him seem kind of he is running drifting, from and he's clearly wrestling with
0: identity in that. Because that way. was one of the kind of Because at first, that was one of the kind of things I liked. Is that I was like, oh, so we as viewers are kind of plopped down in the middle of this in the same way that 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 that, that Chong is, and I'm like, well, no, because he does know who he is. He's right. just running.
2: You could argue from that he it. knows but, he doesn't want to be that, but that's it. But to me,
1: that's the immigrant identity. Like, you, it's a very teachable moment there. Yeah. If you think about the second generation immigrant experience, yeah. kind of writ large in the United States, you often see that
0: second generation running from well, and, second and generation running from what the first right. generation wants them to be exactly. Which exactly. you see, which you see in Shang and his father, and you also see with Aquafina and her family that Absolutely. they clearly have expectations for what she should be doing. The family scene sets that up yeah. really nicely.
1: That there is this kind of this expectation that both Sean at this point mm-hmm. and Katie should be moving on. But but as they kind of wrestle with who they are and their place in society, like it's more complicated yeah. than that. And so to me, it is this kind of, I, I almost would have liked to have seen more of the two of them yeah. before the reveal.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if, if 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 I do have a critique of the film, and, and I'm not sure there's a way around this, yeah. this film has to do a lot of work very quickly. Like it's a yeah. very... Uh, it's a very packed film. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a lot of stuff they have to move through very quickly. And and so not everything gets kind of the the chance to resonate as much as it, it might have. Because there's just a lot. It's a, it's a packed film. Which kind of leads to my point, the next point I wanted to make about American identity. The
1: beginning, the film's almost kind of making an argument against the model minority. The, yes. The, the, the oh, yeah. stereotype often deployed against Asian Americans mm-hmm. that they're all super high achievers. And of course it was created back in the 60s yeah. um, by conservatives who were using Japanese-American success to attack the lack of African-American mm-hmm. success. So it's it's a, a fundamentally racist idea yeah. in its origins. And so the movie initially is kind of attacking that stereotype, but then it turns out he is Shang-Chi mm-hmm. and Katie is the best archer in the Marvel universe. And so then they do kind of become I wouldn't go that far. Her teacher says she's okay.
0: She takes the dragon down by the throat. Does she take the dragon down or does she just create a wound for the dragon to be taken down? Eh, she does as much with an arrow potato. as you could do with an and arrow. And to be fair, she's the arrow, shooting we don't at win. a giant dragon, not a tiny target. It's a giant dragon. It's got to hit a very tiny, precise area. Does in it the or dragon. does it just have to hit the tiny You shoot the dragon spot. in the tail, it does nothing. Mmm... I don't know. I feel like she's shooting a giant. Like, like I could. If you put a giant dragon in front of me, don't finish the sentence. I'm pretty sure I could shoot it with an
1: arrow. I think we need to go out on the campus green. Uh huh. Get you a bow and arrow. Get
2: him. Get him a Nerf dart and and see what you
1: can do with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're right. We should not have anything with sharp edges. And
2: we won't even do a dragon. I'll just get a wall. Listen,
0: get me a yeah. stick, a string, and a lawn dart, and I can do some damage. <laughs> and not not the- not the rounded lawn darts, the no, ones you, that we had as kids. You're talking about the, sh- the, j- the jarts. Oh yeah, the jarts. Yeah, those yeah. things. Well, yeah, that I
1: mean, but anybody. Can I can do, do some damage, damage with that. I chart. can do some damage
0: with that. Yeah. Still, they're not in the toy hall of fame, right? I don't know. I don't think so. They can't be. So, yeah, well, but anyway, I, I thought it was a really about, interesting yeah. way of wrestling with identity. Well, along the same lines. I mean, because yeah. another way to look at it, too, in addition to the model minority stereotype, another yeah. stereotype that was very present with Asian-American characters in the comics, and, and Shang-Chi in particular, was that perpetual foreigner. Yes. Um, I, the idea that they're always kind of out of place and out of sync right. with particularly America. And and the opening section of the film re- shows them you know, that, that they're basically a part of The United States, you know, that they're they're, they're going to karaoke. Yes. Um, I can't, you know, I think I know that at one point they're singing Little Nas X, which we'll come back to that, (laughs) Um, because that's my continuity nugget. Um, But yeah, it does sort of overcome that perpetual foreigner idea that, that they are sort of a part of, I mean, if you think about the idea of, particularly Katie, if you think about the idea of. You know, her distinguishing trait as, as her driving ability and the fact yeah. that she knows how to navigate the streets of, of uh, they're in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of thinking about that idea of that, that some scholars have talked about of cognitive mapping and kind of the ability to like know where you are in space. Um, I'm sorry, I, I, I blanked a little out? bit when you started talking about cognitive mapping. I don't know why. I just made my eyes glaze. Over. You know, it, it, <laughs> I'm not referring to the first book on it. <laughs> but a a, a a later. A derivative. A der- very derivative. Yeah. Would, would, is uh, it
1: a book that reifies and flattens? I don't know. It's, would you of, you say? it's, not, the it's not the earth space of cognitive <laughs> mapping.
0: There's uh, so
1: much inside baseball here <laughs> that if people <laughs> it knew lot, it, they'd I understand how funny I don't know why you're
0: not thinking that people do list, who listen to us don't know this. Rich just clearly just said he's befuddled
2: have had to listen to every single one of these and I don't know what you're talking about gotten to <laughs> well that's just because you're not paying attention had
0: to you're too yeah. jacked up on <laughs> to pay attention so yeah so so uh, again yeah, I, you know I, it, it, no, it is a kind good point. of point it's kind of interesting in the way that that you know obviously in the the opening of the film they're sort of seen as kind of staying in place drifting not having direction yeah um but the way in which that they they I guess kind of seem like they're waiting for whatever it is they're they're perfectly content with where they are, um, and not looking for something that doesn't appeal to them. Yeah. Um, you know I th- I think speaks into kind of that model the, the, another way the film challenges that model minority yeah. sort of idea. Yeah, absolutely. To you. Um. Another thing that I really liked. Yes. I mean, obviously. All the Marvel films, you know, particularly the male-centered films, they all have dad issues. Yes. Um, I but really. Not this one. No, they. Oh no, this one absolutely <laughs> does. No but I, I no like the way I, I felt this one sort of dug into Wenwu the father as a character much more. He's a more complicated yeah character for sure. Yeah. Than than kind of the one-note dads. Right, that that because there's ways in which the the film does at moments create a kind of sympathy for him. Yeah. Um, well, his grief is yeah. is real. Yeah. So I, I liked and I, I I liked that in terms of of you know another way the film I think avoids being kind of of yet another iteration of what we've seen in all the Marvel films is yeah. that it. I mean, obviously, yes, he does he does still have daddy issues. Uh, but we actually got kind of... The dad's not a cardboard cutout for... It's richer. ...daddy issues. There was a depth to it. So I and thought that nuanced. was something that it did, it did yeah. really well. And one of the ways it did that leads to one of the things I
1: liked about it was the choreography. Oh, yeah. Like any good movie based around like a kung fu superhero mm-hmm. should have that kind of choreography. And the way in which they choreographed his father and mother meeting each other... That was great. ...and yeah. falling in love with each other, the way in which the fight becomes a dance and the mm-hmm. dance becomes a romance was, was I thought, a really clever way to tell the story
0: yeah well and i think that yeah i mean there was a lot of the film that was very visually stunning i think that was maybe the first sort of visually stunning yeah or maybe the most visually stunning i don't know if it was the first in the film but it was, it was the one that really stood out to me Yeah, again one of the places where you could kind of see the film um making reference to things like uh crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah. Right, um, and Boy, that's and sort a throwback of, of you know sort of, of making reference to other sort of the tradition of, of martial arts film. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I loved? Not most of all, but right at the top of my
1: loves, Trevor, Trevor Slattery. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, oh, man, or what did you call him, Hank?
0: I called him Tony. Tony. Well, In my defense, Tony Slattery was a British actor on the original version of Whose Line It Is Anyway that was hilarious. Such a good show. Yeah. I, I'd still go back and watch those reruns. Yeah. I
1: love the t- Trevor Slattery stuff, though. He was written as ridiculously
0: yeah. as he should be. Always, o- Trevor is always ridiculous.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and he doesn't undo the stuff that Iron Man 3 did. And one of my fears was always yeah. that they were going to un- undo what I thought was maybe the most radical thing mm-hmm. that the Marvel Universe has ever said. Except yeah. besides maybe... We can make a movie with an African American or an Asian American lead, yeah. which is kind of shocking. Yeah. Um, but but the the critique of the military industrial mm-hmm. complex was so predicated upon him being ridiculous. Yeah. And the fact that he is ridiculous, and now the the Ten Rings can still be menacing, mm-hmm. but they meant something different in the yeah. Iron Man trilogy. It was just like the guy's way too funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things I find interesting about the film because this is a film that largely exists kind of in its own corner of the mcu right Right. now yeah uh
2: it is weird when like in the beginning though like when he kind of reveals that like you know he's descendants of all these mm powerful people it's like uh, how can i there's actually points where they can't believe it like when he tells people it's like you're in a world in which how many supernatural fantastical things people half the world disappeared they mentioned the snap
1: and yet on the other hand It's remarkable how how blasé Aquafina is, how Katie is Yeah. when yeah. she finds out. You know, she's like, she, he's like, I gotta go. She's like, I'm going with you. Yeah. So yeah, in that way, like she's she,
2: more mad that he didn't tell her than I guess. Right. that Yeah. Know, it's the thing that exists.
0: Anything else you liked? Because we are almost at forty minutes. Well, I hadn't actually finished my previous point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, okay. So yeah. I was, I was, I was gonna well, say blame Rich, not uh, me. I do. You know, give it, it's in its own. But the, the film that the part of the MCU that it is most connected to is Iron Man Three, which is one yeah. of the more controversial uh mcu films obviously you and i both like the twist love it um i will say the one thing i was disappointed in is is that um you know prior to going to see shang chi on disney plus they were pushing the little mander the little short featuring trevor mm-hmm. um and then i saw that that um Uh, Oh, God. Oh, Ben Kingsley, the actor that plays him, was at the premiere. And I'm like, okay, so Trevor's obviously in this. So I kind of saw him coming. Oh, so
2: we kind of got – for me, it was complete surprise. Yeah. When
0: when he showed up on screen, it was like Christmas morning for me. (laughs) I knew – I was like – I'm like, like, clearly he's going to be in this at some point. So – Yeah.
1: And the fact that he's just living underground and putting on Shakespeare. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I do – yeah. Shows every once
0: in a while. It's just – yeah, his I guess like a one-man Shakespeare. Yeah. 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 Again, I wish
2: I that's what I want to say. Yeah. This is one-man Shakespeare. But again, it's
0: the old white guy. Yeah. That's the butt of the joke.
1: It's the yeah. old white guy who's now the jester. Yeah. The old white guy who's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I just there's a, there's a nice little message there. Yeah. I have one more thing I really like. Okay. Razor Fist was so dumb. <laughs> the whole character was just so stupid. And I how Wait, else do you play? How else do you do Razor Fist? Wait, who was Razor Fist? Did you watch the movie? The guy with razors oh, as his fist. I didn't know he had
2: a name. <laughs> he I literally has
1: a license plate on his car. It's wow. his Razor it says Fist. Razor Fist. I thought fist.
2: That's what his car was called. <laughs> I thought he just named his name was called that.
1: <laughs> but, but of course Razor Fist would have a license plate in a car. Oh, and he all would. the Branding, you know. Just, I mean, to me, he and Slattery were so stupidly funny. Yeah that that they made it worth the price well the i mean
0: nation. razor fist is stupidly funny in a different way in and that, in that they play him straight and his yeah. name's razor fist he, right. exactly. he is a ridiculous he is a ridiculous villain yes and, he, um, and they they get it perfect i they think they do they do yeah the 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 guy that pl- i guess the guy that plays him is the same guy that plays drago's son in creed oh. 2 oh
1: okay um,
0: but yeah like he i mean again that's the only way to play razor fist is as just completely straight um, because yeah, he is—he's just a ridiculous concept.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You either have to make him a complete cartoon, or you got to play him as straight as you can. Yeah, I mean, he's a little bit better in the film because you know he can like go back and forth between like his razors and his hands. Yeah. In the comics, it's literally a dude who just has razors. I'm <laughs> like, that just seems awkward. Like Mace, the old uh, yeah, it's ba- Luke yeah, Cage except Gace, Mace could take his off.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. But yeah, Razor Fist, yeah, he's just, he's, it's, it's one of those characters you're like, hmm, I need a character. I remember, Mar- I remember Mark Grunewald, the editor of Marvel, Yeah, had like his little, his, his version of like Stan Lee's uh, soapbox. Yeah. And I remember one of them was, he's like, here's how you create a character. You take a, a word from column A and a word from column B, and you've got a character. And there's so like you, there's so many you can make, and Razor Fist is like one of those guys. It's like we yeah. came up with a name. We've got a really great name. His name is Razor Fist.
1: Wouldn't it be great if in those two columns, in the first column you had a Richard, mm. in a second column you had a Baldovin
0: Yeah. You know who needs to ta- you know who needs to team just up? Lock in the Mar- that into place. Who yeah. needs to team up in the Marvel who MCU? Is, is Razor Fist and Taser Face?
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> or Rocket needs to meet Razor Fist and basically make fun of his name.
2: Like are you yeah. you a brother?
0: Yeah, it's like yeah. So, anything else you liked? Because we're now, oh, like, um, 40 minutes in. I mean, I, like, so. I, I I really like Simu Liu as, as Shang-Chi. Terrific. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I, I thought he was he was really good. Uh, I like the fact that, that it all kind of started when he tweeted Marvel years ago about, hey, are we going to talk about Shang-Chi? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then he ends up auditioning and ends up getting the role, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And the, the cast is deep and really good. Yeah, it's a great cast. There, there's no one in, you know in the cast, in the movie, that I feel takes away from it at all. Except for maybe the little Warfel, or whatever it's called. Morris? Oh. You didn't like Morris? How do you not like Morris? We did an entire show. Yeah. Is it because he's kind Killing of cuteness. Do you remember? Yeah, I know. You hate cute. I but don't I... like cute. But
1: Morris isn't cute. He's like a furry butt walking he's, around. He's so ugly, he's cute.
0: He's yeah. a furry butt. He's
1: he's past the disgusting. He's hurting, back to you're cute. You're hurting
0: Morris's feelings, I think.
1: Yeah,
2: well, I don't know. I, did, um, I can't remember We're During the fight scene, when you see the... The guy from Doctor Strange just doing the. Wong. Wong, that's it. Just, I guess in his free time, he just does street fights. Yeah, it is kind of. A, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I do kind
0: of wonder, like, how did Wong end up there? One he just supposes we'll, we'll find out more eventually. I like yeah. to think, if you've seen the Spider Man No Way Home trailer, I like yeah. to think when you see him leave after telling Doctor that's Strange, going, yeah. that's where he's yeah. going. He's got his bag packed, He's going to go do some I've fight heard clubs. people speculating that's where he's going. So yeah, maybe. but I'm, I'm like, that's. that's, But I know that's going to be something you hate. Probably. Yeah, Wong and and even more so Abomination, because <laughs> it's all just Easter egg. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very like that's a moment where the film is, I guess, trying
1: maybe the best argument can make is to to build a connection to the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah but I it mostly it feels again, it Easter egg.
0: Well, because it's just it's so random in that it's it's Wong fighting Abomination. Yeah. You know, yeah,
2: apparently they're in on it, too. They're not even, like, enemies. Yeah, they're clearly friends. because yeah, it, They're it's, basically fixing the fight. Yeah, it's a
0: really weird... I'm like, I don't <laughs> under... Except that, you know, the abomination sort of continues the trend we're seeing of kind of airsats slash dark versions of Avengers popping up. Because you've got U.S. Agent. Yeah. You've got Yelena as Black Widow. And yeah. now we've got a Hulk. Interesting. So I'm like... and And... and Abomination is going to be in the She-Hulk series, so this is yeah. not like the only time we're going to see and him. And we'll, maybe a Dark Avengers is coming. There's been rumors of Dark Avengers for yeah. a while, so I'm. Th- but it seems like, like, yeah, you've basically got, you know, kind of dark versions of, um, yeah, original Avengers running around. So yeah, we do. So since we've already brought up the Easter eggs that you hate, yes, should we move on to to the bad? Yes.
1: So I'll start the bad with something good. I don't have a deep list of bad, but I do have a couple of points. Yes, yeah, I don't have, have like a deep list of bad. Vicky and I both left the, the theater really liking the movie. Oh, okay. It felt refreshing, um, and it was better than Black Widow. Which I don't think I liked as much as you did. I enjoyed Black Widow, but I yeah, thought, I thought Black Widow's Black Widow was fine. Well, we should do a show on that. I thought it was kind of a it was kind of a paint by numbers, and I felt like to spoil the show if we ever do it. I felt like that film didn't really trust the female leads as much as it might have. Mm. That the film could have much more focused on Natasha and Yelena and their, mm. their, their relationship. And I, I felt like it leaned a little heavy on the parents. Okay. And the, the comedy that came from the parents. And it missed mm. an opportunity to do something more unique mm. by presenting us kind of the normal. I, I hear you. I, I wrote in my notes. I mean it, Patrick, even if you
0: disagree. It's just true. What is oh, well, you <laughs> just that? Said. Black Widow was just okay. Well, I mean, I mean, again, it's it's it. I enjoyed. It. I thought the action scenes were really good. But you, the film is hemmed in by the fact that it can't really do anything because Hawkeye's killed Black Widow. Because Black Widow sacrificed herself. Yeah. Um, I mean, so that Hawkeye, so that Hawkeye, so yes. that Hawkeye could is have that? a Disney Plus series. Yes, at <laughs> Christmas seems fair. And and Patrick's, you know. Yeah. How that guy lives with himself, I'll never. But, Never uh, understand. but, yeah, but, no, it, it, it is kind of hemmed in.
1: But this movie is, it's like a really good, solid action adventure. Yes. Um, the special effects, the choreography, you know, all good. But it's not the most original story. As you mentioned, no. the daddy issues. It, it, it's it, another there are elements kind of it
0: fitting into that kind origin. of the Marvel. Yeah. It, yeah. It's got a lot of your typical Marvel origin. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you, even, even in the way that, that in fighting his dad, he is sort of fighting an evil version of himself.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel as if you have raised that point before, and I, I was kind of like, Yeah, you know, it doesn't bother me that
0: much. Yeah.
1: They are starting to pile up now.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I like, I enjoyed Shang-Chi, but yeah. it, I, there is part of me, and I, I remember when we talked about Civil War, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, Civil War's really good. But that's like par for Marvel now. Yeah, and so and I feel kind of the same way. Like I was like, I really liked Shang Chi. Yeah, it's a good film. I enjoyed the heck out of it, but I don't know that it does anything radical with with the MCU.
1: We've often talked about the ways in which Marvel has tried to use genre mm-hmm. to distinguish the different franchises, yeah. so that they're not all completely homogenous. Yeah, but I, I I'm
0: not sure the genre here. Overcame the standard origin story. Well, I but I think the issue because this is this is something that I had in my notes. I think yeah. the issue is that the genre this film is taking place in, and I've seen articles talking about this. Yeah, is it's really steeped in you know martial arts films, right? Mm-hmm. And unless you particularly visually, unless you know those films, I don't think you see that. As clearly. Yeah, but even, I, like, I've watched enough martial arts films yeah. to 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 understand
1: some of what was happening yeah. in that way. It still felt, like, the origin felt heavy to me.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, and maybe it had to be because they were building that more nuanced father. Mm. But, so, for me, and I, I don't know how you get around it. I'd like yeah. to see Marvel try to do something where the origin is just like a
0: two-minute comic book. Yeah. At the beginning, and then you go to the credits. Well, and then you or you do what you've story. done with the Spider Man films, which is basically acknowledge everyone knows Spider Man's origin. Right. We don't need to talk about it, we can just move on. Right. Yeah. Uncle Ben's already dead. Right.
2: Almost what you wish they it, would do that with the Batman movies. So same thing. Yes, exactly. absolutely. Yeah, same right. thing. We don't need. But you, I don't, you, I don't but need to
0: see the Wayne shot, yeah. shot yet again. You can't do that for Shang Chi in the same no, way.
1: Can. because people don't know his story. Yeah. Batman
0: and Spider Man. Yeah. Like
1: for God's sake, could we please?
0: Yeah, I mean that. that I mean that's the issue. Is that you? Yeah. You know, for for Shang Chi, you still have to do. Agreed. The origin, because the only way you can shut you can shortcut the origin of Shang Chi is to play into really problematic stereotypes. Agreed. Yes. Thing too is
2: They've change so much about it. Yeah. As well. So maybe
0: it's a problem you can't solve, but it's yeah. still a problem, I think. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think the, it's kind of along the same lines, like you know, because in the original Shang Chi origin comic, they show him committing the assassination that his father wants. Right. And I was kind of curious what they were going to do with that, and so like when when they made it at first seemed like he didn't just do it I was like oh that's how we're dodging that okay yeah. it's a PG-13 film I can understand yeah but then they brought it back as he actually did do the assassination right and I was sort of like and it didn't quite have enough room to breathe like that was right. one of the moments that I was like it felt a little crammed in because of everything lot, they have to a do a lot in there yeah any other complaints from you well not a complaint but oh. a continuity nugget question oh boy you're gonna like this one
2: no, I don't think we will. I feel
0: like this cuz it really raises some questions about what has gone on in the MCU. Okay. You know, post Snap. Okay. Cuz when they're singing karaoke, yes. They're singing Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. Okay. Which was released in 2018 but didn't really become popular until 2019. Okay. Which would be during the would be during the blip. Okay. Yet in 2023 when this film has to be set cuz that's when everyone comes back. Yeah. Little Nas X's "Old Town Road" is popular enough to be on a karaoke song, which I mean, means that's well,
1: not, couldn't he have
0: couldn't he have been popular during the blip? But also, do you remember Endgame and how dour and gray things were? It's not like they weren't making the, music, but though. that's what the question. Is, just is apparently number one, Little Nas X was not part of the snap. Yes, okay. And still had success with Old Town Road this doesn't seem, during the blip. But,
1: this doesn't so seem Yogi as revelatory has, to yeah, me as you see. I don't know, it
0: just seems like, well, number one, it just proves that we know Little Nas X was not blipped. Okay, yes. Which seems like thank, an important point. Thank God. But, but also it does raise the question of, of I'm not- So how, you
1: think they only listen to really sad music for four years?
0: Did you see anything? Just funeral dirges. Did you see anything? Keep <laughs> in mind, Endgame, when Major. we see it, is at five years and there's yeah. still like, the Mets aren't playing, there's no baseball. Not the Mets. Yeah, but- Like there's
1: nothing happening. No, no, I-
0: But Old Town Road, I hear still, what you're
1: saying, but I think this is an easy no prize. To yeah. win. I that, like the no Prize reference. Thank you. <laughs> that that not everybody felt that way. Yeah. That Cap was in a bad place. So we're going to kind of see that. All the Avengers were in a really bad place. But there, there must have been people who benefited I'm from the I'm pretty sure
0: blip. Hawkeye listened to Old Town Road yeah. while he was killing all those people as Ronan. But,
1: <laughs> but if you think oh, about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there, there were people who benefited from the blip. The blip did open up opportunities for people. Such as? More work, more land, more opportunity. Mm. So maybe they were the ones, you Mm. know, Mm. listening to the upbeat music. Mm. I just feel like- I just found it interesting. That you think the entire world was that gray. Um,
0: It it seemed very gray during Endgame.
2: It did, I'll admit, visually it was gray during that one point. It was very gray. but
1: only in one place. The sun was probably shining
0: in Des Moines. Mm. Yeah.
1: Maybe he was big in Des Moines. Mm. I feel
0: like I let you down. I feel like you didn't nuggets. get the response. No, it's fine. You just, you just pooped all over my
2: nugget. <laughs> I'm sorry you thought you know, you'd crack the code. I just thought it was something. I just
1: thought it was kind of amusing, but, you know, whatever. So I have a question for you and then one last complaint. Okay. So did you, how did you feel about how close it was to Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, like when you went into that world? Like it, oh. it felt very reminiscent no, of I hadn't that, thought about that movie to me. Was it too close?
2: Oh, because especially when they get near the end and yeah, when
1: you get to the, all the animals and the you know, like. I hadn't really thought. See, I, I, my concern well, not about a problem, that
0: problem then, You not, pooped not, on my nuggets, sir. Not
2: yeah. be. Well, they also spent less time <laughs> with the animals.
0: <laughs> no, my concern with that was yeah. that's another place where they veer a little bit more into potential stereotypes in terms of yes, kind of of. Uh, I'm forgetting the the name of the the village. Uh, Low, was that what it was?
1: So like the fantastical East, yeah. Of, it kind like of, the it to kind of the Western like fantastical,
0: quasi Orientalist, and, yeah. and yes, yeah. You know, it's basically him. I mean, that's the, the him riding a giant dragon, yeah. Which a lot of people are, particularly given the teaser at the end about like the the rings are sending out a signal. In yeah. the comics, the rings come from the same race as Fin Fang Foom, the giant classic dragon oh boy and so that's a lot of people's theory i'm like yeah i don't think we need shang chi fighting another dragon i'd like to see it not a dragon next time yeah like no dragons speaking of which that's my biggest complaint with this movie dragons no no
1: the Not fight with the dragon at the end. The Dweller in Darkness. No, the fight with the dragon at the end
0: drags on way too long. It does, and I and I, I was well, I, I Marvel
1: was, can't get this straight. Like it's every time. Yeah, now. I agree with it. The other thing
0: too is is I'm like literally watching I'm like, wow, both literally and figuratively, Shang Chi is along for the ride in the big climax yeah, of I was the expecting movie. Yeah. like Chi to He's just fight riding the dragon Yeah, like it was yeah. It, yeah. I was I was a little bit I was like, and Yeah, just, they're, they're Again, oh. it's the big CGI battle. Oh, mm-hmm. they're they're winning, and,
1: oh, rev- you know, fortunes have reversed. They've got no chance. Yeah.
0: Oh, look at that. We finally found a good archer, and everything's turned, you know, around. Mm-hmm. I might vary my reading of the ending a little bit there, but, you know. But, yeah, it, it does, again, it does another way that it does fall into a little bit of the Marvel cookie-cutter mold. Yeah. It's just... Um, it's too long. Like is the end. I, I would rather them let the the father son
1: relationship breathe more. Yeah. I like all the stuff that you're talking about feels too tight. Yeah. In the movie, if you just condense that final fight scene and you let the other, I think it's a better
0: movie. Yeah. Also, Dweller in Darkness is a pretty deep cut when you're looking for Marvel. Villains. I have no idea what you're talking about. He's a Doctor so. Strange villain. Still, Dweller not. in Darkness, the the big bad of the film, that's that's the, you know the fighting the dragon. Yeah. yeah. Dweller in Darkness what they call him in the film he's the dweller in i have darkness. no idea who that is though it's well he's only appeared a handful of times okay but he's a he's he, he's he's you know a demon spawn that that feeds on fear yeah of course not and souls and so soul. oh yeah is not in the true. comic he's just fear yeah, in the, yeah. yeah
2: i guess they could i guess they couldn't figure it. how do you visualize fear yeah it's like, eh, we'll just do souls
1: so <laughs> as we're appro- approaching the hour mark yes i feel like we've had a really successful debut episode for season six, yes, I can't believe you haven't mentioned that it's season six. We haven't argued about
0: seasons. You asked me at the beginning of the show what season is it, and I said season that six. That pre-show. was the pre-show. That, oh, for God's sake! The pre-show is not. <laughs> How canon. do I keep track of what pre-show when you're recording everything for 20 because minutes? Because he counts down can't. three, two, one, <laughs> and, you know. and then oh, yeah. there it is. <laughs> so you
1: in in the actual show, you've not talked about it being season, season six. six at all. And I'll cut it out of the pre-show so
0: nobody knows. It's season six, baby. Yeah, I thought you'd be really sixth season way, way more amped is up this, about is that. Is this is this when we bring in cousin Oliver? Are we that desperate? We, I don't know. Is yeah. that a
2: reference to what?
0: Well, when you get desperate, you bring in a little kid. Yeah.
2: Oh. That
0: doesn't really fit organically with the rest of the show. Does okay. does?
1: I do Rich has that quality of childlikeness. Yeah, that's true. That would save the show.
2: I don't. I don't think so. Is he yeah. more of a Chachi?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, and we all know how Chachi ended <laughs> um, up. At the 2016 Republican National Convention, it's the biggest celebrity that Trump could find. You know, which is too bad because I've been rewatching Arrested Development. Oh, blah blah blah, and the blah 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 Laws blog. His law blog is like blah blah blah's law It's such a funny moment, and yet now that it's him,
0: yeah, it ruins it for Like, It's just
1: it's it's ruined. Like I. I can separate the artist from the person mm-hmm. in a lot of situations. But with Chachi, yeah. no chance. No chance. I just I can't see him in anything and feel anything but rage. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just rage. how do we get to see from season six to Chachi? I don't know. Someone brought up Cousin Oliver. And yeah, I think that that's what, oh, that, that, yeah, that's what that's what got us. There. Yeah, yeah, but it's season six. Season yeah, you and,
2: fought tooth and nail for seasons. Yeah.
0: I did. Yeah. And then, just like everything else, it was beaten out of me by relentless torment. No, don't you do don't numbers know. anymore. I have to call them fun facts. We can't use Rich's veto anymore because yeah. somebody had a big old pouty fit about it. I did it. that one time. You've beaten you everything have have. out of me. It <laughs> have to have it one time. You lost one thing. I've lost everything. Oh, I've but lost I've a lot to think of things. so much more. <laughs> But yeah. anyway, happy
1: season
2: 6. Yes, happy season Woo-hoo. 6. I'm sure
0: Rich brought gifts to start the season.
2: tic tax for all. Well, the
0: 5th <laughs> the, the traditional 5th anniversary gift is wood. <clears throat> and well, if you I figu- in wood. And right if now, I could have so. figured out a way to bring all of the twigs and sticks from my shed. <laughs> with, oh, that would have been great. Without you finding out. But there's no way cuz you you rode in with me and I'm like, "Uh, oh, I'd have to carry them."
2: You should have put them in the trunk. No, you should just
0: put them in
1: the trunk and drop them at my house on the way back and then we'd have a big bonfire.
0: Oh yeah,
2: we yeah. need
1: the kindling.
0: I didn't do that, but yeah, I've got I've no. got a ton of sticks for you. So you you had a great gift. I do. You just didn't execute it. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you get me? Season six. I've acknowledged <laughs> the existence of seasons. I would Joyfully, think this would be I the greatest gift I, mean, I could give. I'm giving you a whole bunch of sticks. You gave me one acknowledgement <laughs> of things. It's the thing you've most wanted for five years. <laughs> for five years.
2: Now you know how my beetle feels like. <laughs> Just Season have 6 you baby. Want and take it away.
0: I'm just going to point out this is the show that you wanted to be the more professional one.
2: <laughs> I thought
0: we did a good job today. <laughs> no?
2: about <laughs> oh, know, sticks.
1: Yeah. Oh, the sticks part. Yeah. The sticks part, the first 20 minutes. But remember how we, we how we how good we are at sticking the landing?
0: Oh god. That's what we're doing. Oh, We've
1: geez. literally just sticked
0: the landing. Oh, why couldn't we have beaten the puns out of you at the <laughs> end?
2: Should I start recording now?
0: Yeah, you know, what the hell.